When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1662. Seven easy ways to be a better mom. Real advice from full-time moms. Part two. By Maggie Town with GetYourGustoBack.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to ORD on this Friday. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Picking up where I left off in the article we began yesterday, we'll be hearing the rest of it today, but of course it's always advisable to listen to it in order. So definitely check out yesterday's episode if you haven't yet, and do so before proceeding today. But if you're all caught up, then we're going to keep on going as we hear the rest of Maggie's tips on how to become a better mom and continue optimizing your life. 7 Easy Ways to Be a Better Mom Real Advice from Full-Time Moms, Part 2, by Maggie Town with GetYourGustoBack.com. Number 2. Learn Self-Love. We all want our children to love themselves, but they aren't going to learn what that looks like unless they have a good example of it around them. Learning self-love will make you a more confident mom and woman, while also teaching your child those same qualities. Stop comparing. One of the biggest things that get in the way of being a better mom is comparing ourselves to other moms. Diane gets outside with her kids more than I do. Karen doesn't give her kids screen time because she always has activities for them. Shelly feeds her toddler so much healthier than I do. Comparisons don't help anyone. You know your child's needs. Trust your instincts, stop making comparisons, and definitely stop assuming that other moms are better than you. Allow yourself to make mistakes. There are going to be days where you feel like you weren't the best mom you could have been, like you should have tried harder or put more effort in. That's normal. Us moms are so darn hard on ourselves. That mom guilt in the back of our minds is always trying to remind us that we did something wrong. Well, guess what? You aren't perfect, so stop trying to be. All you need to do is be the best mom that you can be for your child, right now. And being a mom means that you will have days when you yell a lot or get irritated too quickly. Maybe you let your child get away with too much for a day. But it comes with the territory. Don't beat yourself up. Figure out what went wrong and work to fix it. Then try to do just a little bit better tomorrow. Say sayonara to toxic people. Do you have a mom friend who constantly makes snide comments that make you feel less than? Sayonara. Maybe you're friends with someone without children who struggles to understand why you put your children above them and why everything has to be planned ahead of time for you. Sayonara. Or you might have a mom friend who passes judgment or gives unwanted advice on every little thing you do. Sayonara. Being a mom is difficult enough. There is no need to keep judgmental people as friends. 
Try affirmations. It might sound odd, but you'll notice your confidence has boosted after a few weeks of this. Start every morning by either writing in a journal or looking at yourself in the mirror while saying or writing self-affirmations. It could be anything. I am beautiful. I am smart. I'm an awesome mom. I'm accomplished. Aim for around 10. That will make you start your day on a positive note and start to change your mindset on who you are. Number three, find yourself outside of motherhood. It's easy to get caught up in the everyday life of motherhood. Life as a mama is time-consuming and distracting, but it's vital to find who you are outside of motherhood. Our children are going to grow up and they'll need us less and less every year. Once they're full-grown adults and leave the house, you'll no longer have the same purpose of being a full-time mom. You'll need to find meaning elsewhere, and now is a great time to prepare. Start with finding what some of your interests are. Exercising, crafting, a career, reading, or maybe party hosting. Try some new things and see what sparks a little joy in your soul. As we know in motherhood, extra time doesn't randomly appear, so schedule it. Maybe it's something you want to do daily possibly weekly or monthly. Chat with your spouse or another loved one, or find a babysitter who's available so that you can have this time for yourself. Being available to your child is important, but it's also important to have your own interests, friends, and hobbies that don't involve your child. Number four, spend quality time with your child. Nothing makes me feel like an awesome mom more than some quality time with my toddler. This won't only fill up your child's cup, it will fill up yours as well. You'll even feel more connected to your child after a little one-on-one time. Think of something that will involve both you and your little one having fun. You could go all out and make a plan with snacks, movies, and crafts. Or you can keep it chill and spend 20 minutes a day reading your child's favorite books. I love to have dates with my toddler. We go to the store together and we pick out our favorite snacks. Then we come home and find a Disney movie to watch while we cuddle with blankets and eat our snacks. He gets so excited for our mommy Elijah dates. Number five, have alone time. Now, I know you might be thinking, what is alone time? It can feel impossible to go to the bathroom by yourself, let alone take a few hours alone. Again, scheduling it out is the key. If you can make both daily and weekly alone time work, do it. I like to have my daily alone time when my toddler naps or has his own quiet time. I'll read, have a snack, without little hands trying to grab my food, or watch a grown-up show. I get my weekly alone time, which is a bit longer, on Sundays. My husband has one-on-one time with our toddler while I do my own thing. Most of the time, I just go into our bedroom, lock the door, read a book, and then nap for a few glorious hours. Nothing makes me feel more refreshed than my alone time. If you can't do both, make one of them work. Try giving your child some downtime every day so you can have time for yourself. If that isn't possible, try taking a few hours on a weekend to chill with yourself. Number six, surround yourself with honest mom friends. One of the biggest things that have helped me in the crazy life of motherhood is having another mom to relate to. Talking about how my toddler had a ton of tantrums in one day and I'm about to lose my mind, or how I'm overly stressed out about my toddler not wanting to nap anymore. And the best thing in the world is to get a response of, ugh, I feel you. My child is doing that too. Or, I thought I was going to lose my mind last week too. Find a few friends who have children around the same age as yours, who will be honest about their day-to-day lives, not those moms who act like everything is always peaches and cream. Be honest with them about how you're currently feeling in motherhood. 
Normally, the more transparent you are, the more your friends will open up to you as well. And number seven, give yourself grace. None of us moms are perfect. We all mess up every day. You might have snapped at your children too much today or given them too many sweets. We all have those days. Start by apologizing to your child, no matter how old they are. Starting this habit while they're young will teach them grace and forgiveness. It will also help them learn that it's okay that they're not perfect and that mommies and daddies aren't either. Know that you're doing your best every day and just by showing up for them and loving them, you're doing a great job. To become a better mom, take care of yourself first. I've always found it interesting that on airplanes, during the safety presentation, they tell you if the oxygen masks drop, always put on your own before assisting other people with theirs. Why is that? It's because if you are deprived of oxygen, then you're not going to be able to help yourself or others while getting on their masks. It might feel counterintuitive, but you've got to take care of yourself first, as an airplane passenger and as a mom. The way to become the best mom that you can be is to become the best person that you can be. Focus on improving yourself, and being a good mom will naturally follow. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Seven Easy Ways to Be a Better Mom, Real Advice from Full-Time Moms, by Maggie Town with GetYourGustoBack.com. And thanks a lot to Maggie once again. A great remainder of this article, needless to say, definitely looking out for the mental health of moms in more ways than one, which I loved. Now, she spoke a bit in this segment about the relationships we keep as moms, which I thought was interesting, particularly relationships with other moms. And just like we heard today, we hear a lot about not surrounding ourselves with people who we feel have bad energy or are unsupportive or judgmental of us. Well, just a reminder that while this is great advice, it's also in our best interest to question why we don't jive with some of these people. What are they saying specifically that's getting a reaction out of us? What is the root of that reaction specifically? And is it something we might want to work on? These are always opportunities to self-reflect and be honest about whether or not a specific insecurity is being agitated, rather than, you know, quickly dismissing the other person or deeming them as a villain. So, set boundaries and keep the right people close to you for sure, but take the time to question what it is that you don't like about those who you're less likely to keep in your circle, and whether or not whatever is being inflamed in you is worth exploring more for the sake of your relationship with yourself and even perhaps for the sake of your relationship with your children. That's going to do it for today, though, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining, and do share this episode and or this whole show with someone who you think might enjoy it. That, of course, goes a long way in helping us keep things going, and it's always nice to make a good recommendation to a friend who might be in need. Enjoy your Friday, and be sure to come on back tomorrow for another post. That's where your optimal life awaits.